Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hey, this is Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. It's episode 50. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. Who's buying website names? Me. Anyway, there's a donation button. A couple of you people have used the darn thing, and I appreciate it. And uh, if you haven't, knock yourself out. It's July. It's a shitty month for comedy. Anyway, I have merchandise, t-shirts, CDs. That's what I have. Uh, t-shirts and CDs. Anyway, the credits. Patrick Brady fixes the audio. God love him. Mike Rickberg sang that song you just heard. He'll sing again with his girlfriend, Sarah, right there at the end. And Vilmos does the website. He has his own podcast called Green Room Radio. There you go. Sitting in my living room in Van Nuys, Michelle McNamara. Welcome to the program. Hi, Jackie. Of truecrimediary.com. Yes, that's Excellent. Correct. We met at a storytelling thing where you told easily the most horrifying story i don't yeah true crime scares me uh success i say criminals you've frightened me to death uh i don't need to know more but now i kind of want to know more because what got you you love you love it love true crime yes i mean it's it's the thing that would keep me up if (laughs) if i didn't have to sleep i would just be doing true crime research constantly just research into is it is it the criminal mind? No, see, that's actually what's not that interesting to me. <laughs> okay. Which there's, I have a very specific, it's like, I'm not so interested in what made Ted Bundy tick. Okay. I don't really care because what? I'm not, A, I'm not really qualified. I'm not a psychiatrist. And, and it's more the puzzle. So what appeals to me is it has to be something that's unsolved. Oh, you love an unsolved true yes. crime. I like the, the idea that I may solve it. Oh, and the power that comes with feeling like I probably did, which <laughs> happens not infrequently. Excellent. Not in, you're like, I know who did that. With our current law enforcement quality, I feel like I'm often. The, their plate is full, though, don't you think, with law enforcement, well, supposedly? Their plate is full. Their resources are getting cut dramatically, which is too bad. But there's also, and, and, you know, it's like anything, there's, there's good ones, but I have to say there's some appalling bad police work out there. Okay. I come across so many times things where I just think I cannot believe that. That the, that the, the, that the sort of the research and, and work being done was done so poorly? Yeah. I mean, there was one that I talk about on my website where it was a little girl was killed and they, they totally focused on the father. And I mean, they had everyone believing it was his father. I believe, I mean, it was just very convincing. And then you find out the DNA didn't match and you find out it was this other guy who left his shoes at the crime scene with his name written on them. Okay. And who had called uh, the police, uh, his mother called the police because he was trying to commit suicide, screaming, have they found the girl yet? And this took them, by the way, this took them seven years to seven- put this together. To put it together, and then was the real guy eventually charged oh, yeah. and stuff? Yeah, okay. he was. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, that, it's that kind wow. of stuff that you just think, come on, you know? Yeah. He may as well have written his name in blood. <laughs> right. Right it's there. Just like, yeah. uh, I went this way. Uh, and the other thing is they're not using law enforcement. They're not using the computer. They're not using the internet. They're not, um, and I don't know if that's just, that's going to change with generational right. issues. Do you ever watch Bones? I don't. Uh, I because don't. there's not a lot of science going on on Bones, but they're, they're always solving crimes using the computer. There's a hologram machine that, uh, hologram by the way, machine. isn't real. Uh, you know what you can't do? That. <laughs> Whatever you're doing over there by recreating this, the crime with oh, the hologram machine. Oh, well, my machine. husband and I are obsessed with, like, anything like the CSIs. Yeah. But, you know, let's look at this fingerprint. Suddenly it's on this dramatically on this wall. I mean, if you go into a real <laughs> cop, yeah. it's like the dingiest. They have no resources. You know, I mean, it's... It's not at all realistic. Yeah. Well, they don't have like a, a, a face recognition program yeah, that yeah. that doesn't exist in real life. They don't punch a button and suddenly <laughs> just anybody anybody who's had a cold in two days just you know pops up. Yeah, it's like yeah. It turns out we don't have national ID cards on purpose. Yeah, so crimes go unsolved. So where's a good police? I mean, like, what's good well, police I mean, work? Have just, you seen that? I've seen that. I, I've seen that. Um, you know, I spend a lot, like more and more, I started doing a, a sort of old school reporting on the site. Before I used to just kind of 
this was my conjecture. You know, I would okay. look at a crime and this is what I think happened. And then more and more I started actually calling the detective and talking to them on the phone. And then I would incorporate that into a story. So there are, you know, but I would, I'm not kidding. I would have telephone call or calls where they would end with, you know, and if you hear anything, call me. <laughs> where That's not what you want to hear from your lead detective. If that was the family of that victim, you know? Right. And that, that wasn't uncommon, you know? Right. And so, um, there is good work being done. There's not enough work being done for sh- for sure with internet and research. I don't think they realize kind of the level of what you can find out. For like, instance, I'll give yeah. you an example. Like, there's this case of, of they put together what they are doing well, although there's more funding that needs to go into it, is the DNA stuff is just solving so many crimes. It's awesome. I mean, okay. just left and right, things are getting solved because if there's a match in the system, they can more and more they're taking people's DNA and then if there's a mat if it matches then they can solve all these cases you know what I mean and they have old DNA from old cases is that what yes. they're doing it to yes so more and more, if they were smart enough in the past to keep the evidence okay. they can now that it's so sophisticated the testing that they can get DNA and then if you um you know were were caught for a felony or anything like that yeah. and then they put your DNA in so i mean crimes from murders from like 1957 are being solved even today i mean it's really every, yeah because i get all these kind of alerts and yeah. um but anyways there's this one case where it was like this family a, a mother and a daughter who were killed in missouri and then a woman who was killed in south carolina and it was like 8 years apart they totally never they never would have connected in a million years right recently in the last couple of years they put together that it was the same guy because of DNA so they they do have all these clues because they're both kind of sm- they were very small towns. Okay, so they can you know geographically go well. Who? How many people actually lived in those two small towns or had right. connections there? They didn't have a lot of luck that way. But one thing that I noticed in reading the story is that they did, they knew what kind of car this guy drove, um, a conversion van. Okay, which is kind of a general description, but it's a conversion van, whatever. Right, it, they saw it in Missouri. So I'm just noodling around on the computer. Curiosity gets the better of me as it right. does all the time, constantly. <laughs> and I write in, um, you know, conversion van suspect and just start doing Google News archives from yeah. like any other, like 1980, 1981. Well, I come across this guy who w- had broken out of jail in uh, Florida and had stolen conversion vans and was going to truck stops and like selling them. And... He looked exactly like the sketch of the suspect. It oh was, my God. It was crazy. And I called the detective and he was like, I did not know that. I, wow. Yeah. And they're looking into it now. Okay. You know? And it's things like that where like, I don't think they had thought. I mean, and again, I'm not saying. No, no. That's not even like a brilliant move. It's just sort of, hey, I'm, I think but a lot people, of it is just. People are super patterny. Yeah. I mean, I always, I want to go. I want to do the same things. Right. So bad guys want to, you know, criminals. Well, and think about it. I different. mean, think about how much technology has just changed in the last three or four years since we, so if you haven't been taught that and right. suddenly you don't, you don't really, you're used to just very sort of shoe leather of a, stuff. Yeah. You know, you don't realize the extent of the research you can do. Right. Like you, you can know? put things in Google and they, and Google will put things together that you would never have Yeah. And that's, so that's like the, my main focus is what are the crimes in which I can find the exact right variable to put in a Google search and I will solve it. Right. And there are a ton of them because a ton of crimes are unsolved, but they have one or two weird specific clues. Okay. The one that I was talking about at the storytelling thing. I was going to ask about that because that one had like a, because you were like, you, you said that you were almost certain that the person who did this crime uh, lived in these towns yes. or grew up in one of these towns. So you were like, I'm going to so look I was at going, high school. Well, so what this was is that? what I'm spending most of okay. And this is like what I was my embarrassment. Are you doing this now? Oh, currently? every night until okay. like two in the morning. <laughs> I go to um, the Golita, which is a small town outside Santa Barbara. Okay. Golita Cemetery. And I just write down the names. And... Um, there are a lot of them. There's 4,000. And well, I go through and I write down specifically the names if someone died in the late 70s or early 80s. Okay, so you have a time frame. You want and them I to know, be buried I know in what his, somewhat of what his ethnicity was because they they ran it. I'm not supposed to know that. But, okay, but I know that. It's but it came up in your German Scandinavian okay. English because the I was told that. Okay, and because you know you can do that now. You can like send away your DNA. So they did it for his. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So they oh, know. to find out his ancestry. Yeah, so I can if the name. 
skews that way, that pops it up more. So then what I do is I put that into a search engine and um, I look for any relatives that are white males who maybe because there's a search engine where you can bread in a name and it'll tell you like what towns people lived in okay. and their associates and their age. That's okay. like three. It's peoplefinder.com. And so you can, I find it's like a white male, 55, let's say he lived in Sacramento, Irvine or Goleta. Okay. There's not that many of those people. And so if I've, I mean, that's somewhat rare because those are pretty small, you know, not yeah. totally small, but small enough. And to have someone who hits I mean, all it's three. not like you're hitting like Los Angeles. And, right. and if, they're, if they've lived. Now, all are, three is like, cra- I mean, I would jump out of bed screaming. <laughs> I haven't yet found, the. I've found people who look, there's one that just like this one situation that just sort of gives me the chills, which is, and I won't say the name, but right. it's a very, very uncommon name. So uncommon that I think like only 40 people in the United States have it. And there's a bunch of them in California, and there's among those like 20 that live in California, there's like 10 of them that are white males who are around 55, and they all are based either in Sacramento, Irvine, or Goleta. And I know, and I, but I can't find out if they're first cousins or brothers. There's, right. They're very, but and they even do. One of them even kind of does something that I think that my suspect would do, which is right. like contract, you know, oh, contract work. work. Yeah, because there was a lot of stuff with these crimes that had to do with like housing, and and there was a lot of houses being built always around where he hit. Right. Um, and, and when you look into un- unsolved crime, it isn't just like you're like I only want to deal with people that kill children. It's no, any unsolved no. crime, right? Yeah, it's, it's like pretty. It's pretty open. Yeah, yeah, it just needs to be unsolved. Usually, I mean, a pattern would be nice. <laughs> yeah, there. I I like if there's like some kind of clue that I can you know focus on. Um, I I would say that you know I often like it if you know. I guess this is kind of terrible to say if it's like looks like it's a drug deal gone bad and it's yeah. unsolved. I'm not so interested in it, right? <laughs> and I'm, that's not Fair to say enough. that those victims are, are that those people unworthy. don't matter. Those, yeah, those people, those people are, matter. They're less than human. Really. <laughs> They matter, but it's but it's but it's not as fascinating because you're like it's not a crime of passion, right? Then. It's not then a crime it's, of passion. It's, it's not a, business a crazy man wrong. that I want to put away. Yeah. and it's also, frankly, usually bad police work because come on, you find the drug dealer, they right. arrest right. you know, right. so you that, don't need my help. You don't need right. You yes. don't need crazy Michelle in bed at two a.m. <laughs> writing down the cemetery <laughs> names. Um, wow. So this is that. Yeah, that case is my obsession. Um, what do you think about? Um, like when when we first talked, you said the most hilarious thing. You were like, "It was first of all." I asked if there was someone you wanted to be on the show with, and you said, "Jackie, it's kind of a solo activity." Uh, <laughs> I'm not not a lot of people, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Fair enough." Then we could just be us. And I said, "Well, if I find somebody," and then you gave me a question to ask somebody, which would help because you you didn't oh, say right. It, I said that there's like levels of knowledge, and if you right. don't, yeah, like it's, yeah, you didn't say it in a mean way, like no, no amateurs. Right, it was, it right. was, but you but it, you said, it made me laugh. I was like, "Fair enough." Well, is there a, qu- a question I could ask? What was the question about the? Oh, Oh, it was about the, um, I what does, it. uh, do you know what the word pineapple means? It was pineapple. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does the word pineapple mean? Pineapple is what she had in her stomach, which was, um, some oh, pretty unexplained because her parents claimed that she did not eat pineapple and there, yet there was cut pineapple in a bowl left out on the breakfast table. Okay. So they're, you know, I guess they're implying the parents seem to be implying that whoever killed her, which is somewhat outlandish, came in, abducted her, said, let's sit at the breakfast table and have some cut pineapple. <laughs> and, um, and then I'll kill you. And then I'll kill you. Right. You know, then it went horribly wrong. Right. That lovely pineapple. And you know, and so it, it's it's always been something that if you kind of get into like the John Bonet community of hardcore enthusiasts, which maybe I'm I sure am, exists. you know, yeah. Um, the, the, oh, it does exist. Oh, yeah? oh, they're like some of the scariest people ever because there's, there's very strong camps. And my husband okay. always makes fun of me because there's such strong camps and everyone knows the information so well that they go by acronyms. So if you're, if you're, really? you're, uh, you know, yes. the RDI, yeah. Ramsey's did it. Okay. Um, IDI <laughs> intruder did it. Okay. I, for a long time, was BDI. Which is? Burke did it. Who's Burke? Burke is the brother. Burke is the brother of, of one of the parents? No. Oh, her, Burke her, is her, her older brother. brother. Yes. Not 
Not a very old or older brother. Right, he's only a couple years older, right? Yeah. Okay. And the reason is he mean, in his thirties now? I mean, what, what are we no. talking about now? How oh, old are those? You don't think I know where Burke is, and you don't <laughs> think that I've thought about going and getting him drunk at a frat party and saying, "Talk to Mama." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do this. He he went to um, Purdue. I think he's in his mid twenties now. Okay. Yeah. You know, he may. I, I'm not gonna. I used to cling to this theory. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure I'm gonna cling to it anymore. But I will say this about that case. There are, they were not, I agree with like a lot of, um, profilers and people like that who say like, these things don't happen in a vacuum. Like if even if you look at the OJK, very few people, for instance, just suddenly go nuts. There's no buildup and they suddenly go nuts and kill their family. They, okay. It just doesn't happen that often right? as much as they do that on TV. So like OJ, for instance, if you really look into that case, it's like he was stalking her. He had a domestic violence, you know, right. record of, in the past. He was known to be kind of violent with her. It was a buildup. Okay. The Ramseys are the least homicidal people You'll was, ever, I mean, they, they didn't abuse their children. Okay. They, there was no evidence of that. And people say, oh, but sh- they put her in the pageant. Well, let me introduce you to 5,000 young girls who right. haven't been murdered. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's my whole thing, too, where you're just like, yeah, I mean, I genuinely think like 2% of the population is mad, is completely crazy. Right. And occasionally loses their. And they m- do about 98% of the, of the crimes. crimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It is not Nancy Grace's theory where 98% of the planet. Okay. Yeah. is is insane and you can't walk outside without uh, a porcupine suit on right so right. yeah nancy grace is so it, it loves to yell so much that she often you'll <laughs> notice forgets who she's talking to and starts yelling at the victims themselves or the victims families oh she's she's so, so that is indiscriminate yeah she's mm. nancy disgrace is what I nancy, like to call it. <laughs> yeah i loathe nancy oh, yeah, grace she's yeah. she's a disaster and she often, by the way gets probably 90 percent of her facts wrong almost it's stunning to me how I I'm not surprised. Yeah. She I, she is not part of the solution in yeah, my mind. She's a rabid she is, dog. Is what she is. <laughs> yes. And you know who would be nice is uh, is the guy from To Kill a Mockingbird. He's really good with a gun. He can just do it from a long <laughs> way away because he was he could just kill her. And uh, and then then she would be dead. Really? Why don't I say this disclaimer? I'm not. I don't want Nancy Grace to die. I wouldn't mind if she went away. But, though. Wait, but wait. So the Ramsey. What I wanted to say because yeah. I don't want to. You know. Don't uh, leave anyone hanging. Go on record as as, as, a as indicting Burke Ramsey. Um, I I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that there are everything. It's the it's the single most mysterious case in my opinion in like history, and it's. Because everything looks like it, it goes back to inside the house, and yet there's all this evidence that it points outside the house. Now, to me, the only reason that those would be commingling like that is that you have two people who are – there's also a lot of evidence that whoever did it is very bright but not criminally sophisticated. Meaning? It, well, because it's it's smart people who wrote a note that is coherent and smart. But okay. but if you were criminally sophisticated, you wouldn't leave there's the no piece of ransom notes. There, yeah. Like there's, <laughs> was it, it the was, longest of all notes? It was literally like the longest. There was never been a note that long ever. <laughs> Usually it says like, we took your kid, we'll call you. Right. That's it. You know, <laughs> yeah. they get out. This was – Went on and on and on. Was know? it over like 250 words? Oh yeah, I mean it, it was, was several yeah, paragraphs was, of craziness. And so you're you're leaving you're leaving a lot of evidence behind yeah. by doing that. So but to me, those things and point, handwritten or typed, handwritten, handwritten, and it looked exactly like Pantsarium's handwriting. Mean, and there's like okay. phrases in mm-hmm. it that come right. You can see Christmas cards that she wrote these weird little phrases yeah. like you know old southern charm and and stuff okay. the fat cat is a phrase that she used and it's in there it's not good it doesn't right. look good it doesn't point well but it, but to me um and their behavior was very odd and, and there's all sorts of things but to me it would make sense if they were covering for him. if something happened oh, and it right. wasn't there was no intent yeah and then they covered up that would make more sense to me. That would explain a lot of the strange clues. Is what oh, I'm right, saying. right. Because there's inside clues and outside clues. Yes. That would make more sense if Burke did it, that their parents were right. protecting him. I could believe that because accident. I don't think... Right. It was an accident. Because I don't believe that they... How, are, how, how did she die? Well, she died. It's Ramsey? weird. She was like kind of strangled with this ligature, but then she was also had a head wound. And so some of the theories, if you believe like maybe it was an accident with the brother or something, is it like he hit her with a golf club or, you know, something oh, like they were bat. roughhousing. And, yeah. And, yeah. Or, you know, or something. Um, or even there's some theories that like maybe he had gotten like a Nintendo kind of thing and, and she was bugging him and that maybe he had put it around her neck or something. Oh, like it might have been a Nintendo cord. Yeah. Oh. Something, you know, I mean, there's, killed by video. 
video game. The dark yeah. rangers do not enjoy that. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's so I don't know. It's it's one of those ones I would love in my lifetime to figure out what really really happened because it's so strange. I mean that that must be like the, your greatest thing is just like all I want is an answer at yeah. one point. At some point I'm just going to need an answer. For one of these, yeah, yeah because yeah. there's so many like the Zodiac and John Bonet and a couple other where you just go like what? What's the Zodiac? Is that the Galito thing or No, the Zodiac is Oh, come That's, on. You know the Zodiac. I, I, it was a huge movie. I know. He wrote letters. Did he? he Is he it like the like, Unabomber? Um, no. Well, there's actually a whole community of people who believe the Unabomber was the Zodiac, but we oh. don't. Those people are crazy. Well, those people are crazy. <laughs> and they're wrong. Right. There's, there's no evidence that suggests <laughs> that at all. I don't understand those um, people. The Zodiac was a guy who, just briefly, he was a guy in yeah. Northern California in the late 60s um, who killed couples um, oh. often in... Various ways, and then wrote kind of taunting letters to the San to uh, newspapers in San Francisco, um, and there was a, uh, a cipher, a code, okay. and so it, he really was um, very, um, you know, kind of. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He was, he, he, you know, unlike the guy that I'm obsessed with, this other guy, right. who never communicated at all, and that okay. wasn't his thing. This guy, it's like, oh, he almost got off on that part of it, and he okay. really wanted to, he was a show off. You right. know what I mean? And, um, and so people there, so David Fincher made a movie about it oh. a couple of years ago that was pretty popular called Zodiac. And, uh, yeah. See, uh, I read a book once called uh, Zodiac <laughs> and it was about a boat. It was about oh, a Zodiac boat. Oh, a and, uh, and it was, uh, it was an eco thriller. Yeah. And that, in... I bet that boat didn't leave 10 victims or. No, no, there was something <laughs> about lobster. It was very, it was uh, set in Boston. Anyway, so it was. So a... the Zodiac is the one, like, if you're, if you're going to talk sort of about cases that have these rabid communities behind them. Yeah. John Bonet is one. Zodiac is another. There's a whole. There's it, was it was it um, the sign the sign the zodiac signs is that what it was well, regarding? Well, um, w- yeah, it that was, was the reference. Yeah, no, no, it was that he 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 called himself the zodiac. I think that's what oh, it was. Okay. Right? Oh, he just it signed was? it zodiac. Yeah, the okay. zodiac. Yeah, he, he. I think it was that there was. Um, but he always killed couples. Mostly, yeah. Right. He, his last person was what. What's interesting about him is he was clearly following his own news because he went after couples, and then um, in the last two, I believe it was the last two, the men didn't die; they mm-hmm. survived, Ooh. and so they kind of they mentioned that in the newspapers. And the next time he killed someone, who was his last known victim, was this, a guy named Paul Stein, who's a cab driver. He just shot him in the head. Oh, and he was part, he was half of the, uh, he wasn't, and he was a, it was just a single guy that he clearly wanted to be like, I can kill men. Like, oh, okay. You you know what I mean? Oh, there you go. You're kind of trying to say, uh, match it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Which actually happened in this other case, this Iran's case that I'm obsessed with too. They often, he was targeting single women. And they said something in the papers about, well, you know, he's going after women alone. And, and they, they, I think kind of taunted him a bit. They kind of said something like, well, he's going after these vulnerable. I know. Right. Brilliant move. It's like, and so then he started going after couples. Oh. And tying up the men and, and, and putting dishes on their back and taking the women into another room and saying, if I hear a dish fall, I'm going to kill her. Can you imagine? Yeah. He did. He was a lot. He was just a very. And that was in Iran? What's it called? The Iran. Wait, wait. What's the name of the one with the dishes? Oh, oh, sorry. It's his name is an acronym. It's E A R and then O N S. So East Area Rapist Original Night Stalker. So we okay. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I like it. So I like to know. Yeah, Irons. Okay, Irons. Yeah. So and now, are you so? Let's go back. Okay. Are you pretty sure OJ did it? Is that the deal? Oh. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, that one. Yeah. 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 Every, I mean, as far as I can tell, everyone believes OJ did it. There's very and, Yeah. And she was stabbed and Ron What's-His-Face was stabbed. Yes. And OJ probably my, did My it. only question about OJ is I would be curious to know whether or not um, it was planned or like a moment of passion. Right. Um And I'm not I'm not so sure I know that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just think... I think that the prosecution made a ton of mistakes. Okay. I'm not saying he should have been acquitted, but they definitely made a lot of mistakes. Number one, they should never have had it. They should have kept the jur- the trial in Santa Monica. I think... Um, Where did they move it? Brentwood? Uh, downtown. Downtown. Um, and, 
and I think they underestimated, you know, it became the difference between what was more important to people, race or gender. Right. And Marsha Clark, I think, believed that everyone will feel like this was a women's issue. And uh, they and the jury ended up feeling like this was a race, a race issue. So I think that those got those got conflated a bit. and, And it was yeah, it was confusing. But yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, you know, the rumor is that he's um, confessed to Oprah and that it's going to be like this big. Ooh, sh- yeah. Like after he dies or after she no, dies? No, no, like or- that I, that's her last big coup or something is that oh, she has this gonna- interview like this jailhouse because he's in jail for robbery or something oh, right. in Nevada. Oh, oh, that whole Vegas thing with his stuff. Right. Yeah. As my dad recently said, you know, he, they railroaded him. I was like, of all people, <laughs> that's who you're, that's your victim. Right, right. You, th- Wesley Snipes in- also should have paid his taxes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. The injustice, yeah. Yeah, it is injustice. It's obviously the man has it in for rich black men. Yeah. Uh, the man has it in for poor black yeah it doesn't have anything yes. to do with rich <laughs> I just... yeah totally but wow. um yeah okay. so i i feel pretty strongly that he's okay guilty yeah all right and then um so who did the uh the golita guy was he just killing wasn't he killing couples he too, was or? killing couples he had started by just being um a rapist uh and i mean th- his victims like i mean he raped 52 women or something Holy like that I mean, yeah it was really crazy like apparently at the time it just Sacramento was just in paralysis. I mean, it was like just a crazy freaked freaked out. So then he moved on and there's some kind of question about why it escalated so much. But when he hit Southern California, he started um, killing and he killed, I believe altogether, it was like 10 people. Always couples. Right. Yeah. And, you know, in one in Ventura, one in a couple and go a couple different, like six people, I think, in Golita, one in Dana Point, and then two in Irvine. Well, the last two victims, I should say, were women who were alone, but they had had men in their houses just minutes before. And so there's some speculation that he didn't realize they weren't there. Oh, that they, they somehow slipped out before he got there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, the thing is, is you think about why. Do you think about why ever or what, what do you yeah, mostly think I about? Think, well, I think the reason I'm so obsessed with this one is, well, again, because I think it's very solvable, especially, I mean, if you look at the last two victims were five years apart and only like a mile and a half apart. Okay. So he clearly, it's a very small neighborhood in Irvine. Yeah. And, it, you know, my dream when I have time is to go down to the Irvine Public Library and get like a reverse directory of that neighborhood and just oh, right, go right. through and, and write and down see those who names. Lives and who's, um, who lives. But, but it's, what's interesting to me about this case is that it, there's a couple of different things that are interesting. People, serial kill, killers almost never break into people's houses and right. kill people. It's often, you know, Ted Bundy, for instance, like found people out and about or abducted them and things right. like that. And, you know, you think they were loose, right? Like right. they're just, loose, just people. loose people. Yeah. So it's, so and the ones who do often are, have a real background in like burglary and then they escalate it. Oh. So Iran's, what's interesting about him is he was obviously an am- amazing cat burglar because he had all these skills in burglary. Yet he never stole anything of value, really. He he obviously didn't need money. And no one ever talked about a creepy, out-of-place person lurking in all these places. So he obviously had to look like... He fit into the neighborhoods. So he had to fit into the neighborhoods. He had to look real clean-cut and harmless. Yeah. And to me, that's like... What? What is the level of violence with this guy was so crazy? Yeah, that to me, I think that it's it has to be like a real Jekyll and Hyde kind of situation. Yeah, where he's just is snapping for some reason, and then and then and how and and, and the Eron's guys that isn't the Sacramento Galita guy, is it? Yeah, no. It's oh, that's the same, the same dude. So okay. he started he started in Sacramento right. as it was known as the East Area Rapist. Okay, that was the guy who he raped fifty two women. So put that's one thing. Okay. They, they didn't. Then the, someone else started killing these couples in Southern California. Okay. They thought someone else. Right. It wasn't until 2001 that DNA, they, suddenly oh. the police went, oh, wait, that's the same person. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So it was, con- no one knew that. Before. Right, right, right. And even though, I mean, they had really looked into it, he, he had like real like things that he did that were similar. Like he always tied people up with shoelaces. Okay. He, um you know, the breaking into people's houses rather than sort of finding them on the street and things like that and the dishes and um right. there was, you know, some other things. But there's some other like clues about him that are kinda of interesting. Like all the 
there's a, there's, looks like there might have been like a military connection. I mean, there's a lot of, they were all near kind of bases, military okay. bases. One of the knots he did is like something that people like maybe in the Marines or Navy would know. Okay. Um, Oh, sort of like a sailory kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, kind of a sailory yeah. thing. And, uh, but yeah, so I just kind of wonder, like, why didn't he need money? Yeah. Did he, you know, where, wh- you know, he brought a German shepherd to these crime scenes. Oh, really? Yeah, to two crime scenes in Galita. So to me, that says, like, because I think the ruse was, I'm just guy walking my dog in All the right. neighborhood. But, um... But then it's like, well, then you had to, you, are you just a guy with a dog in the neighborhood? Like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, could you not leave your dog for two times? Yeah. And how, and how, what's a span of, like, in between the murders? Is there any well, pattern he, there? No, he, he was really active. He started in 76 and he was very active with the rapes for a couple of years. <laughs> and then he began killing in, um, I believe it was 79. And there was 79, 80, 81. Then there was a, a break for five years, and then right. the last person he killed was in '86. So the hardcore sort of Iran's people say, um, you know, that's you should really look at that '86 one because why? There's got to be something about that victim. Like, why did he, you know, choose that victim? And right, why was five that his years last? later, yeah, yeah, and it just seems like a. And she was, you know, she was different from a lot of the other victims. I mean, she was like an 18 year old. The others were usually in their twenties and stuff like that. So, you know, there's some speculation that he may have known her or something like that. And you were talking at the storytelling thing, you were talking, like it got kind of like you were close. So you think this guy might still be alive or this person? Well, yeah, I do. Are they sure it's a man? Yes. Okay. They know it's a man. Because from DNA? Okay. Mm-hmm. And, the and, and the raping. Oh, right. oh and the know, raping. That, yeah, yeah. That. He's got the pokey bit. Uh, so what's with the, uh, with the, um, the, the, the DNA? Is there an actual na- nationwide DNA base now? Yeah, yeah. That's the is. only nationwide thing going on. The, fe- the felony. Yeah. Well, it's done, but it's confusing because there is a federal, like the FBI has their own thing. Okay. And then state. What my understanding is that states are are very different and vary in their um, success with uh, and the, and quality of their DNA banks. Okay, but but they also take DNA. My understanding though is that they're all sort of fed into this. They're trying to get this all into one system, or maybe they all are into right. one system. But I know that um, it, a lot of it depends on being able to, you know, get. Um, like, for instance, they don't have the Unabomber's DNA in the system, which I think is crazy. Oh, that's weird. That just came out recently that they're getting his because they think he might be good for something else. And I thought, what are you kidding me? You don't have his. <laughs> and I don't know if that was oversight or he made some legal injunction right, right. or something. I don't oh, know right. what it was, but, but it's, so it's very, and, and detectives I talked to and stuff have said, like, it's just really varies, like, right. the, whether or not you get it or not. But, um, but it is help. I mean, every time, and it costs money because it costs a lot of money to test DNA. Oh, does it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long does it, I mean, I wonder what the process, you, you can do it really quickly if you want to. It's one of those things you can okay. do it. Cause on but TV, some, it either takes, it's going to be take too long or right. it can be done instantaneously. No, it does, it's not instantaneous, but it, um, I think there can be, if it's like a really pressing thing, they can do it very quickly. Yeah. Like within 48 hours or something. Okay. But a lot of times you're like, well, we'll get back to you in six months. You hear that, you know, kind Ooh, of thing. Yeah. All right. Because there's also like, it has, there's a, a list before. So it's like anything. It's just, oh, it's like a kidney list. Yeah. Uh, it's like you're here on the list. So we have people. to get through all these people, you know? Right. Yeah. So they have, I mean, it's a lab, right? It's like a, it's a lab where people check blood and, or whatever. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's like that. So all day but long. But if I were younger and wanted to get a career, I would get into forensic testing because to me, it seems like that they, they never have enough technicians to do right. this. Right. And there, it's more and more, you people know, people are, are counting on it. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Hey, people looking for jobs. Yeah. That's a, it's a ground, get on the ground floor of forensic testing. Yeah. Solve crimes. I I know you want to be a programmer and make video games, (laughs) but what you really should do is start checking DNA. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's, uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, Mm. this Casey kid. Oh, yeah. Do you know anything about it? Well, I just know- found out about it three days ago. Oh, you did not. I Are did. You serious? I am. God, <laughs> I, I'm is- over here uh, rereading some science fiction. No, but good for you. <laughs> you know what? Because it was just. It's obsessive. I mean, yeah. pe- I mean. But also, it was so. I mean, talk about Nancy. It was so ridiculous. It, I'm also kind of obsessed with the cases that just become the national obsession. Because yeah. It's so. There's really no. Because people, what I love is that people always talk about like, why would she have done that? Why would she have been that so stupid? Because she'd know that we'd all, um, 
you know, it, this would become this huge story and that, and that we'd all be fine. And it's like, no, no, no. When people do these things, like Drew Peterson or, uh, Scott, Scott, sorry, That's Scott, right. Scott Peterson, when he killed Lacey, he had no idea that would become like this national story. Right. And so, yeah, he screwed right. up but, a little bit. Like it's the reason that became a national story is she was pretty. She was pregnant. It was Christmas Eve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's, there's, there's, they, they find that narrative thing and then they right. run with it. So the Casey Anthony thing, yeah, I mean, she was, it's, it's, it's got some elements that I think people were, were excited about in. because yeah. it's a, it's a kid and, 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 an attractive and obviously, sociopath, right. And she always, seems to be a nutbag of a mother. Yeah. So. But uh, my thing about that, I don't know like as well that case as I do some others. The, what I will say, what I find kind of interesting about it, that might I'm, be too soon too to really get all the info. Or yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm sure a lot will come. I mean, well, it's been in the news really hardcore for a couple of years because it okay. happened in like 2008 or okay. something like that. But but what I think is interesting is she. What I haven't heard anyone say, which is kind of my private theory, is that you know she, when she when the kid first went missing her parents so casey anthony's parents the anthony um were you know they're on you can hear them on 911 being very upset about the smell on the car they think it smells like death they right. call 911 they so but then after she was arrested they kind of formed a circle around her and kind of tried to protect her and said right. she was innocent so it's they so it's been this kind of back and forth with them so she goes to trial and during the trial what i thought was interesting is out of the blue, her defense attorney comes up with this, th- this, this is the defense. She had been sexually molested by her father. Right. That that caused her to become a pathological liar. And the, the, <sighs> the kid died in the pool and she and her father together covered it up be, because, you know, whatever, because they're, they didn't they're want to weird be. weird family. Yeah. And, and they're s- like kind of disassociating from, I don't, trauma or I don't know, whatever. Here, okay. So <laughs> okay. everyone thought, oh God, you know, she's just, totally burned her family this is like going to be this total estrangement now her family's going to really just come out and and get her you know and tell the truth so what happened is that then her parents got up there and said very reluctantly these things that in retrospect kind of seem to exonerate her for instance like the mom came out and said well these these uh google searches for chloroform i did those and all this kind of stuff but but you believed her because it was like your daughter has just made you look like a monster. So right. for you to say that, that must really be true. Here's my theory. Okay. It was all, I think there was a crazy kind of genius going on. I, I will, <laughs> I will not be surprised if it one day comes out that they were all in on it together. Not oh. the murder, not the murder of the okay. child, but the defense. Like it was, oh, okay. The, the, so like it was an accidental death. It was an accidental death. No, or even that Casey murdered the kid, okay. but that the parents did not want Casey to, to be found jail. guilty yeah. and to go jail. So they agreed to be sort of the sacrificial lamb here. Mm-hmm. And then, because it, if you think about it, it's like this screwy kind of logic where, well, people, if if it looks like we're estranged and then we're saying these things that exonerate you, oh, we're really, it's really going to look like, kind of a and then it worked. And it worked. It. Yeah. And it worked. And no one has brought that up. And I have thought for a while, like, I bet that de- the defense attorney was in on it with them wow. or the parents. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, lawyers, it's so weird. The Law, the way the law works. I was supposed to do jury duty this week, and I called in every day. Yeah. You know, they've never picked me. They every year I go. Who doesn't want to be judged by this? Yeah, yeah. I want to be. I'm constantly judging people. Right. Let's do it for reals. <laughs> and uh, so, but the thing is, is, but I've I've never been on a jury. But it's weird about how, like, I don't th- like in in England you can't coach which witnesses. Right. It isn't a thing. Right. Right. Everyone's supposed to be living in the moment and it's supposed to be a real question in front of real, you know. Right. Yeah. There are, that's crazy. I also think the fact that police cops can lie is crazy. Can they? Absolutely. A hundred percent. They can, Why? they can tell you that you failed a polygraph, that your DNA met. They can lie. They oh. just can. It's legal. Oh, wait, not on the stand, but in like, oh, no, no, not oh, on the stand. Like when they're but, talking when they're, to you and, 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 I think that's and questioning like, you. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. I mean, that's they're a, supposed to be the law. I Aren't know. they supposed to that, be that the just justice? like the idea that it's legal for them to just outright lie about stuff seems. Oh, I don't approve me. of that at all. Yeah. No, no, no. Although then if it was like, you know, my, the victim in my family and they were, that's the way they got the guy, maybe I would be. Yeah, more maybe. Sympathetic, I wonder. I wonder about that. You know, like yeah. you always think about, you know, like I thought about Bin Laden mm-hmm. when um 
When we've, we've all thought about him sometimes. Who hasn't? <laughs> who hasn't thought since two thousand one? Right. And because uh, I remember when 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 it happened, I remember thinking, I am not a violent person, but I j- and and this sounds ridiculous, but I genuinely wanted to just kick the shit out of him. Yeah. Like I didn't want to kill him. I wanted to kick him in the shin so hard that it really, and then put him in jail forever. That's what I wanted right, to do. Right. That was my thing. And yeah, but I didn't think it would help to kill him. And I didn't think it would help. And I still don't think, you know, 300 yards away with a scope. That doesn't seem right. fair. Navy SEAL guy. But I don't, I mean, it's yeah. not a popular opinion, but um, right, right. like, I don't, like, I don't think it brings anybody back to life i don't think it does it doesn't any- bring back any anyone back to life but i have to say that was one death that i was surprised at my reaction to which is i didn't feel joy but i certainly did not feel any i felt like yeah that's about right like that's yeah that seemed to me like yeah i don't miss him i don't right. mind. it's like jeffrey dahmer when yeah. jeffrey dahmer was killed in prison i was like well, that's not how I would have done it, but I can't mourn the loss of that dude, you know? Right. I mean, that dude, not cool. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Going to take a stand. Again, taking a really, really strong stand about against Jeffrey Dahmer. What about his deal? I mean... Aside from the fact that he killed someone I went to high school with, which is really crazy. That is weird. Um, Did your friend live in uh, Milwaukee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know him that well. Was it a young Asian man? No, it was a young black man. A young black man. And he had moved up to Milwaukee, I guess, after high school. Oh, wow. I, you know, he, uh, he's an interesting one because every, it doesn't, I think most signs point to the fact that he had like a relatively normal family life, I think. I think there was no crazy, like he's it, another one where I kind of think, I, I'm also of the theory that a lot of these guys have some sort of brain injury. Right. Oh, like a genuine. Yeah. Well, if you read into the, the background of a lot of them, I swear to God, almost every one of them was like hit with a tractor tire when they were three, hit, you know, fell down the stairs really bad. A lot of them have like frontal oh, okay. lobe injuries. Okay. Um, I know that Arthur Shawcross, who was this, um, the Rochester, New York killer, I think Ted Bundy had a bad head injury. A lot of them okay. did. And Jeffrey, I like that. Jeffrey Dahmer, I seem to remember, I think there was also a head injury issue. Um, but uh, but he was one who was showing signs. I mean, talk about like that whole serial killer triad of setting fires and mutilating animals. I mean, I think he was doing that since he was like From, ten or eleven yeah. or something. Yeah, like, I, I, there shouldn't be any mystery. Bill Dwyer does a joke about uh, the Columbine kids, uh-huh. where when when the, when the when the police come and say, "Didn't you think anything was going wrong?" and and did you not notice that your kid was nuts? And he said, if that were his kid, he'd be like, "Yeah." Yeah, I noticed. He's spooky as all hell. And they were like, well, why didn't you do anything? He's like, did you see what he did at the school? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I mean, so, I mean, it's, and and Wisconsin's weird because what's weird about Jeffrey Dahmer is my brother Scott lived right by him. (gasps) He knew him a little bit. He had met him a couple of times. He didn't work at the chocolate factory together. He did not. He did. My brother Scott is, uh, yeah, he just, he said that he. But he he, didn't know. It wasn't the same building or anything. No, no. He he knew him. um, They they would go to the same liquor store, he said. Oh, he recognized (laughs) him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, that's that guy." That's sometimes talk about story. bad police work. How, send, how, leave, giving the small Asian, basically child, back to Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. who escaped. Where, yeah. yeah, just not thinking the things through. It's not. Yeah, I guess. I mean, to their in their defense, who would ever think you're going to open the door and find like ten heads and yeah, you know. I mean, that sounds like yeah. terrible television. Is what that sounds like. It sounds like a Bones episode. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. By the was way, he, I love Bones. I don't know. He was in jail. Was he? I can't remember. He wasn't found insane, was he? Was, no, he, no. I think he went to regular jail. He did go to regular jail. Okay. It was. Remember, there was a big backlash. It's. 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 Um. I do remember this: is that you couldn't claim insanity for several years mm-hmm. because people were like, "No one's insane." Right. You're going right. to, it's tough. You're going to, it was that tough on crime time. Okay. It right. was like a, I think it was a post Reagan, uh, you know, when HW was in that it was like, we're all just, everyone's responsible for their own actions, even if they're insane or, or retarded. Right. Right. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then Andrea Yates changed all that. Which one? She's the one who drowned her five kids in the tub. Oh, right. Yeah. And she yeah. was found insane. And she was found insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, five. I remember that one. Cause yeah, that but one that crazy. one, you know, it's so heartbreaking, that story, but she was insane. I mean, yeah. she was, she was like, the devil is telling me to do this. I'm saving my children. I mean, and it, 
it was just, it's talk. And that's another one where you just want to like shake that husband and go, what the hell were you thinking? I mean, she was, you never leave your kids alone with someone who was, every sign was that she was like deteriorating like rapidly. You know, I mean, he must've been overwhelmed as well, obviously, but no, I think he was just an asshole. Oh, you think? Oh, oh no. He was like a total (laughs) asshole. I think he was just like a, you're the woman here. You shut up. You're your five kids. Yeah. Yeah. Do everything. And you know what else I'd like dinner. Yeah. No, I'm, I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So you have, like who knows like maybe he provoked the mental illness i don't know i'd, I'd like to throw that theory out because yeah. he's such an asshole yeah yeah it just uh, sometimes when you think about because because when there is those that sort of like because you know people in life that are making just bad choices mm-hmm. you're like with the with their partners and with their you know what they're choosing to do for a living and you're just like that is going to end poorly yeah why are you you know call your mom and if your mom is insane, call your cousin. Right, you know? right, right. And talk to your friends. Yeah, no. It's always so weird. I don't know. I don't know why. Sometimes I, like lately I've just been thinking, because I have a lot of friends. We we live in Los Angeles. Yeah. And everybody is on some fucking drug mm-hmm. of trying to level out their, their synapses, right? Right. And I'm like, I know people who need those drugs. Right. And But I also know a half a dozen 17, 18 year olds who have never had a real emotion in their life. Right. Because they've been raised on this stuff. And then, and then they go out into the world and they have a couple of beers and they're also on Ritalin or whatever Prozac y thing that they're on. Right. And that, the chemical reaction there. I know. I mean, I think it's creating insanity. Well, it's creating insanity. It's also creating people who can't then for five minutes be unhappy, which is yeah. a, you <laughs> which, know, Right, which yeah. my life is terribly wrong because I'm uncomfortable for right. an hour. Right. You know, right. it, sometimes you go. There's it's part there's of the a human experience. Week. Yes, it's to have ups and downs, and four or five days in a row when you're just bummed out. Yeah, and like, or even weeks in a row. Weeks or, in a row. Yeah, it's it, like it passes. You, yeah. I promise you. Or find some inner resources. Right. You know? And, right and I do a lot. Through. I do a lot of rereading. There's yeah. a lot of I'm like, really, Lord of the Rings. We're going back in. Do right, you know what? Right. I know how it ends. I do a lot of sleuthing. Oh, like, that's, that's right. That's the thing that gets me out of like, if I'm upset, it's like a crossword puzzle for me. It's the thing yeah. that takes me out of You're whatever. Like, what is... can I find? It's got to be amazing when you find a new sort of clue. Like when, yeah. when you're just plugging along and then like a light bulb goes on and you're like, oh, I never noticed that. But you know Why what's is weird it? is it's like um, when people describe like porn addiction or something. <laughs> and no, this is really right? weird yeah. because I've I've heard someone who was on like NPR or something and there was like some, it was some special and it was about people t- t- like talking about the brain changes that happen when like men are obsessed with porn or something or internet porn or something. And I was right. like, wait, that what they're talking about is the way I feel when I'm going through these rabbit holes of of information on the right. internet, like I, it can't stop myself. Like I, I don't. Time disappears. Oh right, you know all those things happen, right. and yeah. So it's a genuine addiction. Yeah. you are on board. Yeah, but yeah. I think that there's there's more, you know, and I think in in the way of porn addiction, where um, whatever whatever your dorky dorkdom is, right, right, if. If you're functioning, like you still go to work, you still raise your kids, you still, you know, you eat, you bathe. These things are happening. Yeah. And it's probably healthy to have like some. It's nice to have. It's My husband is, uh, Andy is a a game designer, right? Mm -hmm. And any given moment, you know, I guess in relationships, people have always asked this question because they must have, because (laughs) comics uh, are constantly making jokes about it. Uh, And so that's how I find out uh, what are happening in real relationships. uh, uh, (laughs) But I guess. Like, people say, well, what are you thinking? Right. You know. Oh, God, that's a terrible question. Right, right. And, and, and so it's been mocked openly for right. as long as stand-up comedy's been around, as far as I can tell. Right. And so I remember the first time Andy asked me that, and I was like, stand-up comedy? What are you thinking about? He goes, games. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. Yeah. And so I don't even ask him anymore what he's thinking about, because he's always thinking about games. Yeah. He's always thinking about video games or board games or role-playing games or LARPing or hand, paper, scissor, rock. It doesn't. He's always right. thinking about some puzzly, puzzly puzzle that uh, that he right. might invent or he's enjoyed or he's looking forward to. Yeah. So it's like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that that's a bad thing to have a hobby like that. I think that that. Yeah. No, it's not. And yeah. and it doesn't. You know, you leave your house. I do. I do so, leave my house. Yeah. I tr- I try to. You know. Do you have we, other? Do you have other hobbies? Like, um, what else do you enjoy? Like. Well, I'm a big reader. You know, I do. Yeah. I love to read. Um, do you read mostly nonfiction? 
Well, you know, what's interesting is that I used to I have an MFA in creative writing and, and it's in fiction. And so what? I used to just always, re- I, I was like poetry girl. I mean, I read poetry novels. Then when I started to get this, like when I really r- ramped up with the crime obsession, yeah. I got to the point where it, it had to be true for me to like it. But I mean, I, I, you know, high end, not, right. not, you know, not necessarily trashy stuff, but, but I prefer, I would say now I prefer nonfiction. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, do you, do you read like those memoirs and stuff? I like memoirs. I, I kind of like the memoirs. Yeah. There's been a boom. Yeah. Um, but what, like what, what true yeah. crime, like if you, if somebody, like I have people, it's funny cause I wanted to have you on the show because I have a lot of people come up and they're like, I love true crime. I love it. I love it. And I'm like, Mm, yes, I think you do. And I've had them on the show. They've never talked uh, for 50 minutes only about true crime. You're doing vital work here. It's awesome. And uh, like they'll weed off and they'll be like, well, I also like dancing with the stars. Right. And we all do. So it's fine. Yeah, but, but you, yeah, I don't. Right. That's and what's kind you were of, on yeah. task. You were like, no. And then there's this other case. And it's a fantastic one that leads into this other case. And it's awesome. And right, right. So, yeah. But yeah, I like, well, but for the people who do, they, and they genuinely do love true crime and they like yeah. the idea of it. So if they go to truecrimediary.com, they can look at your research. They can right. look at. So there's different, it's the cases that for whatever reason have, have caught my attention and then I write about them and I kind of think, talk about what else maybe this person's connected to this other crime or, you know, and I bring another, yeah. Right. So it's just my sort of, um, take, take on like take a half a, a dozen case on a half a dozen cases or maybe yeah whatever. but I mean I think at this point there's probably 50 like I've oh had the, I've had the website for a couple of years okay so um, it's it, there's probably like 50 different right you know, yeah right right um, and I've started to do a podcast I've done it a couple times one was just an interview with a guy who wrote a book about Iran's okay and um, what book is that it's called Sudden Terror was it great um, yes it was, he's a former police officer who okay. worked on the crime it's, it was a lot like and I say this in the best possible way right a lot like reading a thick file of a uh, police record a police report yeah police report okay um, you know he's not a writer he was a detective but right. it's it's, I found it fascinating because it was my obsession, but mm-hmm. I'm not, if you're looking for, it's not going to be in cold blood, you know what I mean? It's, right. which is Truman, Truman Capote wrote right, this right. sort of seminal, um, true crime book called in cold blood. It's not like <laughs> Thank that. Thank you for explaining that because you saw that, that <laughs> the glazed blank. over. You're like, <laughs> blood cold. Why is it cold? What? Why is the blood cold? <laughs> why would it be cold? Is it people are Why, are, why okay. are people in it? I don't understand. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. So, yeah. And then, uh, that site I like a lot. Um, yeah. And people can, you know, they can email me. I often, people often email me and ask me like for recommendations on good books yeah. and documentaries. What's the name of your podcast? Did you, well, I, is it just true crime? Well, it's, if you go to true crime diary, you, you can see you, it's, I, I'm calling it right now the crime scene. Okay. Um, and, uh, it's just on there. So it's not like its own thing. Yeah. Right, right. It's, it's, Cause very, it's only one episode so far, but, and yeah, but it's, and like, I, you know, someone, I, I have, I have few skills. Crime sleuthing is one of them. Yes. Podcasting, not one of them yet, but good getting there. It's a learned skill. It turns <laughs> yeah. out, uh, this, uh, this card table, brand new edition in the last couple yeah. of months. No, I'm sweet. a little in awe of your, you've seen the setup is, I, I gotta take it up a notch, but that's okay. Well, let me tell you something. The donation button made all of this possible well, because it used it to, should. you used to just be, we'd all sit around on extensions on my phone. Oh, okay. And then the first 213 episodes are all call in. Uh-huh. And, uh, I would have, and then the last like 50 episodes of that, I had people come over to the house and then just sit on the couches with different extensions. Right. Because I liked, I couldn't do the, the timing didn't work when it was over the phone and there were more than two people. Yeah. Because three people, it could be talking over. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But the audio quality varied. Let's just say that it varied. Sometimes (laughs) it was good and, and people should try to listen to some of those. Look, look for a guest you might enjoy in the uh, 213 previous episodes. Well, and the other thing about being married to a comedian is, so I did my podcast and then all my husband heard is, you know, me going like anything into the breathing, yeah, the the breathing or anything. And I'm like, you know, dude, just cut me some slack. Like, let's let's just, uh, let's put that out there. You are married to Patton Oswalt. I am a uh, friend of the people, a uh, good egg, uh, affecting change at a grassroots level. No <laughs> doubt. He's marching somewhere and, uh, he's tweeting somewhere he is is right now. He's got a family time robbing tweeting is what, <laughs> is what I call it. Exactly. Just sucking, sucking oh, the time out of God. You're just like, why don't you tweet to your baby? Yeah. Why don't you do that? <laughs> 
That's hilarious. Yes. He, you know, did he... Oh, he did try to tell you that he's tried to be on the show. There's one episode oh, okay. where um, he called in, and for some reason it didn't record. So it's a 45-minute episode of me screaming. <laughs> of me just going... And you then, can't hear him at all? You can't hear him at all. Oh, so what, no. what he ended he could hear me. And so I would read a question, like... What was it like to write the goon? Right. And uh, and then he would email me the answer, and then I would read it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was funny. easily the dumbest forty-five minutes well, ever. Well, he should definitely do it. He can, yeah, he'll do it. He'll, yeah, yeah. There'll be a there'll be a day when when he's probably not swamped with whatever he's doing now. So yes, when um, he comes back from when New he York. comes back, and uh, yeah, see, he's marching right now, right now in Central Park, no doubt. But um, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine just being married to. I I, I get because Andy does uh, video games. He's all. He, and he's an artist. He's a, got a degree in art and this stuff. So oh, whenever okay. there's a poster or there's a graphic design, he's just like, what, what's happening with this? And I was like, obviously something wrong is happening because uh, <laughs> you're asking me. Right. <laughs> well, even just doing that storytelling thing, I'm like, I'm not the person to stand up in front of people and talk. I just don't like to do that. Yeah. And so 10 minutes before I had to go up, I said, just go up and tell a story. You can even tell a story about me. Just don't, you oh, do that's it. Hilarious. And he was, he, you know, right. I'm glad he did, but he was yeah. like, no, I'm not going to. You no, know, you got to do it. Tell the, tell your, and it was a fast, it was a chilling story. At one point I leaned over and I said, tell me she has protection, right? Oh, Someone should be. I would, I would you. like to put that out there. I have a very good security system. Oh, there you because, go. You know, and well, you ought to because yes. Yeah. I, you know, when you write about these people and they're not yet caught. You know, we have ADT, uh, which Andy bought when he got laid off from his job and he was here and someone was selling it door to door. And so I is that home. the thing there? If you press something, they come. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, and you can set it so that when anything, un- something happens, someone gives a damn, but whatever it is, we uh, have an armed guard actually. Oh, do you? Yeah. Which is good. <laughs> Would you, do you really? Yeah. I was like, what is happening? I just, I, I flirted with the idea of just saying that because, you know. And like, well, it's a lot like Buckingham Palace. There's a guy, you can't make him laugh. You cannot make him laugh. What happens is Patton stands in front of him. You're like, make- God, Patton's gotten a lot bigger since I last. Uh, and he's in a bright red uniform with a Shaco hat. I, I should get did. one of those like fake cops to put in the you know what room they, or something. They say that those actually intimidate. Yeah. They say that they're they're kind of spooky, and uh, what we have we have feral cats. We have three feral black cats that just watch, mm. and uh, I call them Spooky One, Spooky Two, and then uh, Skulk, Skulking Tom is oh. what Andy named the other one. We also though, if the door opens, it goes like beep 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 beep. Yeah. So I, but of course, I've convinced myself that the mastermind who would come after me would somehow disable that before they get into the house. But right. I- and I just told people uh, that we have ADT, and I'm sure that criminals out there, the nine criminals who listen to the Dork Forest. Right. They're going, right. oh, that's easily disarmed. Well, that's because that's the other thing people ask me all the time about true crime. Like, well, don't you get scared all the time? And the thing that I tell myself and I tell other people is like, this stuff almost never happens. I mean, it's so rare. People are, yeah. oh, people get very freaked out about their children and stuff. And it's like, it's almost never going to happen that a child will be abducted. It's, it's more, it's scarier the way you cook your food, the health <laughs> right. of your child. Right, right. It is. Yeah. You know, and yet people don't think about how they cook their food. And then they focus on like the weird guy at the park when it's like he's just walking by the that's park. just a he's dude just he's a lonely just a man guy who wants who finds to say a child hi. attractive he <laughs> he just thinks just kids are it, cute yeah. he's not gonna act on it they're like bright little buttons <laughs> i saw some creepy tv show that the pedophile was he said their their little faces are like brick oh, buttons god that's very i was like too much too much <laughs> yeah. you nailed it it's yeah, creepy but creepy. i mean that's like nancy grace thing because i you know i'm working oh, she would make you believe that at every corner right is, yeah I have, uh, I like to tell the same story every episode, so let's do this. No. Okay. Anyway, but it's like, <laughs> the people are listening going, are you really going to talk about your 98% theory again? Because that's the whole thing is that, is that I'm supposed to believe that 90, the dragon tattoo books. Right. I don't know if you read those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that 98% of the planet wants to rape and diddle small children. Right. And I believe that they don't. Right. And that, they in, don't. in fact, most men would help you. 98%. Yes. And I was just on the troop. I was doing the, doing the troops. Never gets old, that joke. Anyway, uh, I was in the Middle East performing and there seems to be an ad campaign that is essentially stop raping each other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so the actual sign says a good soldier stops sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of a soldier, two soldiers, a man and a woman. And you're like, yeah, that, I think that was in when you signed up. That was a good soldier doesn't sexual assault, but assault people. And yeah. um, when did we need to be reminded? Yeah. yeah. And there's so much sexual harassment 
stuff that they're talking about because we're, 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 I'm like, what are you preparing me for? You're, you want me to live in fear all the time. I know. And I don't want to. Yeah. And if I'm killed, I, you know, I don't want to be killed. Let me just put that out there. Right. But if I'm killed doing something I like, well, thank God, you know, or if I, if I'm killed going somewhere that, and I live a little defensively, I am not running naked through the Negro streets at dawn with money taped to my ass, right. screaming what's going to happen. Right. But I do, I do think that we ha- we can't live like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I would also, the 98% thing, I would also say, even if the men, I do agree with you, most men want to help. The one, even if there's more than we think that want to diddle and do bad things, inertia is going to keep them on the couch. Right, right. I'm a big believer in, in, especially in America, laziness is... Will stop more crime than anything else. (laughs) People just can't put a good plan together. They can barely go down and get milk at the corner store. That's why I think the internet should be free. Yeah. It would, uh, there, there's a great science fiction book out there, uh, the Vorkoskin series, and, uh, it's by Lois McMaster Bujold, and, uh, dork. which is, heck, heck it's of a name. A I'm pretty dorky, <laughs> but, uh, the, but it, there, uh, it's, it's in the Constitution that mm-hmm. the right to information is one of the, was one of the rights. And yeah. so that means you gotta have internet access and you gotta have a library. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's, um, too much to ask. No, not no. At all. I think not it should all. be fine. I think that's great. Uh, I have to say this, uh, Michelle McNamara, thank you so much. Thank you, Jackie. This was so much fun. This was great. It was perfect. It was on task. And so thank you everyone for listening to another Dork Forest. You've you've chosen wisely. Have a good night. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. (laughs) My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?